Original, independent, and local. You're now dialed into The Spy. Hello, thanks for joining us for another episode of Localites OKC. I'm Anna Farha. And I'm Kayla Coffey. Thanks for tuning in this week. So I had a little bit of a slower week. Mm-hmm. Um, I did make it out to the Modern Times beer launch at oh. Okinor. Okay, how was it? It was good. Um, I actually just tried some of my husband's beer. I'm trying to do the whole no beer thing again because mm-hmm. um, that was very successful for me to not gain a bunch of weight when that's, I stopped drinking good. beer. Um, I'm dry Januarying it yes. through Whole Thirty, so I get so. It. But I did have a sip. Um, they had seven different beers on tap. I think I tried two of them. Okay. Um, to be honest, I can't recall what they were. That's okay. But. They were all good. good. That's what matters. (laughs) And they had a really neat glass. I had posted a picture of it on an Instagram story when that happened. Um, And that was at Okinawa. So that's always a fun place to go. Patrick is pretty much a regular there, like (laughs) probably more than once a week. Um, And so they are very nice to us. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, um, this week, basically, I finally got to go see a movie at the Tower Theater. Which I was so excited about. Uh, we went and we saw Lady Bird. And while I hated it and don't get all the Golden Globes and all the blah, blah, blah. It wasn't sad. It wasn't moving. Nothing happened. Um, that's a hot take. But it's fine. Whatever. And um, I haven't seen it. So I can't say anything. You shouldn't. It's not worth it. But, but I have said I have no desire to see it. amazing <laughs> to see the movie there in the tower space. So I had watched the OSU bowl game um from downstairs on their big screen but to really go upstairs and enjoy the seats um was really like transported back in time it was amazing and i can't wait to go see like now i'm gonna go and i'm gonna see something that i'm really excited about and i know i love like maybe throwback because they do that um i'm skeptical about seeing any of these you know award-winning films now because you know clearly they don't have the taste that i do oh gosh (laughs) but it's fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not an Oklahoma oh, film or anything okay. it's totally okay anyway yeah. um and then the other thing so which was amazing to my taste was you drug me out of bed I was in bed and Anna texts me and she's like hey do you want to go see OKC improv at 9 30 tonight and so it's like probably 7 45 and I'm like being an old lady like watching Netflix in bed and I was like you know what I didn't take off my makeup yet yes I do <laughs> Let's do it. Well, I'm, I'm glad I texted you soon enough. I am too. It was so much fun. And you weren't even drinking. And, and it was I wasn't fun. even drinking. You don't, you don't have amazing. to. But if you do, they do have really cheap drinks at their bar. Right. Well, and as we always talk about, um, we were able to do the buy one, get one, keep it with the keep a local cards. It was only $5. Uh, Janelle and I split that. Yeah. Instead of the regular $10. But it would have been worth $10. It was hilarious it was so much fun it's it's a lot of fun i can't wait to i'm back. gonna be going more like i think even because every single show is different yeah. so you can go as often as you want to um but earlier that day i went out to um so 405 yoga which uh-huh. i think it's one of the newest studios in the city okay. um they opened like last summer and they're um they just had a teacher training so they're offering some free classes for their teaching graduates and so i went um saturday morning they had it at 11 30 and they're also doing that again this coming weekend so okay. both saturday and sunday at 11 30 you can register on their website um 405yoga.com and you can get to take some classes from some of their newly trained instructors oh that's awesome that's such a fun fun way to get into that and also i went to gojigo 
which I'll talk about more later in our mm-hmm. favorite business um, aspect, but I did get to go for their soft opening. That's awesome. And then um, it was a loyal class week for me, so we usually go out after that. Mm-hmm. We were up at Francis Tuttle Rockwell campus. Okay. So we ended up going to Pub W afterwards. It happens. And that was pretty I'm good for you, a group of our happens. size. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they, unfortunately, they were having to close early for a staff meeting that night. Okay. Um, so we got kicked out by 10. But then the ones of us who still wanted to hang out ended up going to Friends. Oh, I love Friends. And I, it was only my second time to go. Nice. Um, but yes, if you've never been, it's. Very much a country kind of bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a live country band playing when we got there. And, we, I mean, we didn't get there till after 10. And there were tons of older couples there dancing and it's having so a blast on a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> I like to go. Um, they have a, like, a 32-ounce Long Island iced tea for, like, 9 bucks or something crazy cheap. And you just need one and you're good for the whole night. The only place I drink Long Island iced teas, but that's the high low for me. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I understand. It's uh, friends is a lot of fun sometimes, so that's awesome. Well, yeah. and then the other thing that I got to do this week, which I'm super excited about, I got to vote on Tuesday. So I know, um, I think I retweeted this from our account, uh, yeah, Let's Fix did. This, who we've talked about before, informed me on Twitter that there was a vote in Oklahoma County, and I hadn't even heard about it. And what do you know, it was there in the village, and it was a bond issue that does affect me and my house, and so I went out and voted on that, and I'm just always really excited. It's not difficult to show up for local elections, it's difficult to know about local elections. Yeah, well, and when you retweeted that, I was like, wait, what elections today? What did I not know about? And then I realized it doesn't apply to me. Right, but there could have been, I mean, maybe some of you guys out there found out about it to go vote. That's the only way I knew was because I saw it. So I was like, I definitely need to share this. Other people need to know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, spreading the joy there. That's, it's always fun. And it's never hard, especially these small ones. I oh, you get line, them out of there in like three minutes. Oh yeah. I was gonna say, I stood in line for hours. For the presidential. Election. Yeah. But for all of these local ones, super, super easy to show up for. So why not? When I'm, your vote when I'm really old, counts. I think I want to be one of the volunteers at it. Oh my gosh. Do it now, like I, I was like looking at my PTO and I was like, "Can I take off to do this?" Like, it's awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be really. And cool. I, I always thank the ladies who too. are I at my local like, one because it's always the yes. same ladies every time. And I'm like, I, I really appreciate, appreciate y'all doing this because I'm sure they don't hear that enough. Uh, well, I do that too. That's awesome. They're the best. Yeah. Anyway, so we, you know, go vote. Whatever it's for, you know, whatever you think about it, get out and get your voice heard. Yeah, it's so much fun. So now we're going to talk about events um, ongoing, yes. and then we'll get into the events for the week. So there's a new theater production opening opening up at Carpenter Square. Okay. Um, so that's the one downtown on Main Street, mm-hmm. and it's called Ages of the Moon. Ooh. So it starts this weekend, so January 12th through 13th. It's also going to be going on the 18th through the 21st, and then the 25th through the 27th. So okay. every weekend through the end of the month. And Ages of the Moon is a gruff, affecting, and funny play in which Byron and Ames are old friends reunited by mutual desperation. Oh. Over bourbon and ice, they reflect and bicker until, or on 50 years of love, friendship, and rivalry are put to the test at, at the barrel of a gun. So, interesting. Yeah, this will like be a very Western. interesting show. Um that's funny. I bet it. I bet it will be very funny. For sure. Old, old men. I mean, it's just like grumpy old men mm-hmm. play version 
I'm assuming. I like it. Um, with, with bourbon and a gun. Yeah. So tickets for this are $25, and you can call Carpenter Square Theater at 232-6500 to order that. And if you do happen to have an Allied Arts City card, okay. their tickets are buy one, get one free. Ooh, So that's, that's awesome. an amazing deal also, because the Allied Arts card is only $50. Oh, yeah. So you go so, to this twice and you paid for your Allied Arts exactly. card. Exactly. Everything else is a, just a perk. That's so Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that brings us into Thursday, and I'm going to let you take this one, too. Okay. So this is an event happening at Art Space at Untitled. Okay. They're actually having two back-to-back events tonight. Okay. So the first one, um, this is a monthly event they do. It's called Community Spirit, and that'll start at 5 o'clock, which is featuring artist BJ White, um, the new exhibit. Um, the, the official opening is Saturday, so this is a preview a for preview. that. And um, and then also like a talk with the artist. Okay. And then afterwards at 6 p.m. to 8, they're having an artist forum, Opportunities for Female Artists Over 40. Ooh. So apparently this is like pretty difficult for women over 40 to be able to find um, ways to display their art, I guess. What and is so, difficult for women over 40? <laughs> God, I don't want to And so that. they are having this <laughs> forum and panel discussion of... Female artists over 40 to share resources and opportunities. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that brings us into an event that I'm so sad that I can't go to because I'm obsessed with this. So it's a night of Huga at the Oklahoma City Museum of Art, and that's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. So um, admission for this is just that $5 Art After 5 admission, which is a steal. And, and free if you're a museum member. And free if you're a member. And... um. This is so a night of Huga. Huga is a Danish concept of coziness with friends to survive the uh, winter. And it's so it's really just keeping yourself warm, lots of candles, lots of fuzzy things, lots of blankets, pillows. I try to Huga my house and my room and my office. I've got this big fuzzy pillow in my office now. Um, I am in love with this concept. <laughs> I've surrounded myself with Himalayan salt lamps, like, watch all the tutorials. I read the book on it. That's how I know how to pronounce it. It's actually. Um, H-Y-G-G-E. Well, and, and I've heard it people. said before, and I didn't remember. And then oh, okay. I'd seen it even written where they've described it where it pronounced it. Like the, like the museum was like, here's how you say this. And they didn't do that this time. And I was like, I hope she knows because yes, I don't. I do because I <laughs> happen to be in love with this concept. I just think it's fabulous. Um, for me, Huga is snuggling up with my dog on my couch because he's soft and warm and cuddly. So, Well, and this you know. is something the art museum's done for at least the past couple yeah, of years. Um, and so one of the perks of it is their cash bar is yes. going to have spiked hot chocolate. If you're drinking and if you're doing dry January, you can still have a lot of fun at this event. Yes. So another event for Thursday, um, it's the Bison Bison Film Festival, Best of the Fest film screening. This is going to be at IAO Gallery down in Film Row Okay. from 7 to 9 on Thursday. And this is actually a student film competition. Ooh. Um, so these they're going to be showing the best of these films for this screening. Um, there'll be several short films also. Um, and it's only $5. Ah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, also, tonight on Thursday is uh, the Cricket Stave Pint Night. And um, so this is a brewery that's um, located out of Denver. And they're having a pint night from 6 to 10 p.m., at Pub W on South May tonight, and they uh, th- their like specialty, I guess, is artisan saisons. 
barrel-aged sours and American wild ales, and then they do other seasonal specialties, which I was like, that sounds like right up our alley. Yes, That's it does. That's all of our favorite And things. I've never heard of them. Yeah, and so this is their first debut um, in Oklahoma, so that's probably why we hadn't heard of them. I don't know if you, you, you've been to Colorado recently, so, you know, that's on you to not know about them when you were there, but yeah, whatever. I didn't. Um, this is their debut in Oklahoma, and then they're actually going to be making a couple other stops later this week. On Friday, they're going to be at the Patriarch doing a top takeover, and then um, on Wednesday, so before next Thursday, Wednesday, um, they're going to be at Okinawa, so you've got lots of chances to try out this Denver brewery. Um, and see if this is a beer that you like. So I thought that was pretty cool. I love when new people come into Oklahoma. Yeah, definitely. And when they coordinate together, you know, cause like if it's just one place, it might be hard to get out that one night, but it's great that they have the whole week. And in different parts of town mm-hmm. too, for sure. So another event happening Thursday, um, and it'll also be Friday and Saturday. Okay. Our friend JB, yeah. he's hosting, um, a exclusive world premiere of a theatrical intimate concert, and it's kind of designed as like a storytelling type of event. Mm-hmm. So he's calling it JB, The Life and Times, and it'll be at the Factory Showroom down in Norman. So there's only 40 seats per show. Again, this is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. The doors will open at 7 p.m. Okay. And if you buy them online in advance, the tickets are $22.50 at factoryshowroomseries.com. Or $30 at the door, again, assuming that it's not sold out. Awesome. Definitely check online before to make sure it's not sold out. If you're going all the way down to Norman, unless you're from there, then, you know, you do you. But um, our last event for tonight on Thursday is VHS and Chill presents Spice World at the Speakeasy. We've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, and I I am sad that we can't go because we actually have a Yelp Yelp Elite event event tonight, which is our first one of the year. Super excited. We'll talk to you next week about how that goes. (laughs) But uh, this event is going to be at 8 p.m. Maybe we need to do a girls' night and stream Spice World to make up for it. I remember when I saw Spice World in the theater (gasps) and, like, my dad took me and a bunch of my girlfriends. I think I... was like seven or so that's awesome and the part where the guys are dancing and they had the bare ass yes <laughs> i was like when my my dad like saw this and i was just like embarrassed Mortified. yeah oh my god and i'll never forget uh, that i had spice world <laughs> stickers all over my caboodle for my makeup at five or six or however old i was yeah oh, the, the first spice so girls good. cd was one of my first ever cds they're amazing so this event Relive the nostalgia if you're as obsessed with them as we are at 8 p.m. at the Speakeasy. It's the 20th anniversary of the movie. Oh, my God. I was four. I just guessed five or six. I was four. Yeah. And I still love it. Whatever. Um, tickets <laughs> are $5 at the door or ahead of time on Eventbrite. So Friday, a couple things going on. Um, tickets are on sale for the Art Museum's 34th Annual Omelette Party. <gasps> this is going to be so much fun. So those oh. go on sale at 10 a.m. on Friday, and this event's happening March 2nd. Um, the theme this year is Escape to Paradise. Yes, very tiki island. I love it. And then you can get the tickets for that at okcmoa.com. Wonderful. And it's Friday, so you know where we'll be live on the plaza. This month it's UC, or no, OCU. I can't. How dare you? I'm sorry. Ugh. OCU, Oklahoma City University. I would have got it right if it was written out. Um, live on the plaza, they're taking over. Um, this is kind of their version of the strip. They've, you know, adopted the plaza district as their own. Yes. Because 
23rd Street hasn't always been as amazing as it is now. Because um, that really doesn't make sense. 23rd Street should be their strip. But whatever. I've had them try to explain this to me. They're, I mean, they're very connected with Uptown, too. Yeah. They're they're in the best spot of all the of things. Both. Yeah. And, and Paseo, they're just right in all of it. Um, so they're going to be doing um, special events during Live on the Plaza, which is from 6 to 10 p.m. And we'll be out there. We're actually doing a farewell to collect a thread and tree and leaf uh, for our last VIP in their space. We usually do it every summer, but we're going to move it up and hang out with them during our last live together. It makes me so sad. Yeah. And then they did announce a party they're going to be having um, in February 3rd. We'll talk about that closer too, but there's still time to celebrate our, some of our favorite stores in the plaza Mm -hmm. before they're gone. And then also Friday night, it's a it's the Coop Showcase. Yes. Um, so they've been doing this as, I believe, a monthly event mm-hmm. at the Tower Theater. And this month's guests, or sorry, musicians, are Annie Oakley, Special Thumbs, and Kyle Reed. Awesome. This will be from 7 to 10 p.m. The tickets are $10 on Ticketfly or at their box office. But if you want to get it for free, oh. all you have to do is go to Chicken Beer there in Uptown, purchase a Coop beer, any of the Coop beers, and you'll get a free ticket to the event. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I love that. Look at that. Uptown businesses working together. That's so much fun. Yeah. All right. That brings us into Saturday. So our first event on Saturday is the Health and Wellness Retreat and Winter Olympic Expo at the Myriad Gardens. So the retreat's going to be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They're going to have an herb workshop, Tai Chi, a catered lunch from Nourished Food Company, which they do amazing catering and such refreshing, healthy, healthy, but filling and delicious lunches. Like, they always blow they me away. They show you how healthy food can be can taste tasty. Yeah. yeah. It's it's life-changing. Um, um, a mindfulness workshop from Twinkle Apothecary, which that's awesome. Um, so that's $85 for non-members of the gardens or $75 if you are a member of the Myriad Gardens. And then the Winter Olympic Expo is going to kick off from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And so for this, members of the Oklahoma Curling Club. Oh, my God. I didn't even know we had an Oklahoma Curling Club. Right. So much fun. Um, and uh, together with the Arctic Edger Ice Arena and the Blazers Ice Center, are going to be giving hockey, figure skating, and curling demos. So definitely like a fun event to bring the kids out to or if you've ever wanted to learn any of these things. Um, each paid participant is going to include um, admission into the Devon Ice Rink, donuts from Metro Minis. So good. We've had their donuts, and they're the bomb. Yeah. Uh, they just opened their storefront. Oh, God, they're amazing. Um, and crafts and games for the whole family. That's, I thought this was going to be family-friendly. So you can register. Uh, be sure you do it by Friday, and that's tomorrow, um, by noon. And it's $8 for adults and $15 if they're non-member kids and $12 for kids who are members of the Mary Gardens. And kids ages 4 to 10 are... They're, they're recommending this for kids ages 4 to oh, 10. Oh, okay. But really, I mean, this sounds interesting to me, too. Right? So. For sure. Yeah. It costs more for the kids because they're getting like more projects and classes. That makes sense. Yeah. But that's available at myriadgardens.org. And you do have to register by Friday at noon. So get on that. Mm -hmm. Another event for Saturday is Brunch and Bottles at Chef Curry to Go. So this is on Western Avenue. Mm -hmm. Um, It's right by the Sonic on Western Avenue. They're like 50th-ish. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to it yet, but this is part of it's OKC Black Eats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we've talked about OKC Black Eats before. Yep. Um, they support locally owned um, black businesses in Oklahoma City area. They have a great Instagram to follow to yeah. get more info on that stuff. And it's OKC Black Eats. Like at OKC Black Eats on Instagram. Yes. And then for more info about this event or to get tickets, visit OKCBlackEats.eventbrite.com. Awesome. And that um, another event happening on Saturday is the Brew Sessions at Main Street Event Center in Norman. So this is the inaugural event. I'm so happy it says inaugural because that's the correct first way to do it. First annual is not a thing. It's an oxymoron. Inaugural event put on by the Norman Music Festival so the, there's going to be three sessions um, from 4 to 6 p.m. Annie Oakley. Hey, there they are again. Yeah. The, the tower or the coop yes. showcase at the tower. Um, then from 6 to 8 p.m. DJ John Mooneyham of The Spy. Everything all at once forever. We love him. Um, and from 8 to 10 p.m. Helen Kelter Skelter, which is one of my favorite local bands. Um, and they're doing an album release. And there's also going to be a performance by Gum. So this event, you know, like we said, it's their first time having this mm-hmm. event. It's not part of OK Sessions, which I thought maybe it might be, just yeah, using the word sessions. sessions but but, but brew it's not. is the keyword here. Yes, and it's put on by Norman Music Festival. So it's going to include beer from several local breweries. I think they have six breweries participating, awesome. several of those Norman ones. Um, they're going to have food for each of the sessions as well that's going to rotate. Okay. So the first session is having Hideaway. Second session, food from Pub W. We this is the most we've ever talked about Pub I W. No. <laughs> Look at them getting out there doing local stuff. I yeah. like it. And then the third session is gonna have food from Van's Pig Stands. Oh, I love them. And uh, when I'm in Norman, I eat it. Yeah, yeah. And it's thirty five dollars per session on Eventbrite or forty dollars day of. So I hope that's a very successful event for them. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Well that brings us into Sunday. We've only got one event happening on Sunday, kind of a slow day. It's uh, Doclahoma. Uh, that's going to be a film festival happening at the Paramount uh, Paramount Theater on Film Row. It's from 11.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m., so that is all day. It's a free event, and it's Oklahoma's only documentary film festival. And that's weird, too, that there's two film festivals happening this week. The same, yeah, the student <laughs> film festival and then a documentary I mean, there's not much festival. else to do besides watch movies. When it's Yeah, and what, you never know what the weather's going to be like this time of year. It could be so freezing that you don't want to do anything but be inside, you know, curled up watching a movie. Maybe get right. some, some hygge on at the Paramount Theater watching your movie. <laughs> I want to hear everyone using this word regularly now. Um, we will. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, you hear that? Tweet at Anna. Hygge. So Monday, <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Day. And I'm off work, thankfully. Oh, look Very at you. happy about that. I'm not. Um, but there's a couple different celebrations going on. So the Martin Luther King Jr. celebration at Myriad Gardens. Yay. They're they're also doing a lot this week. We mm-hmm. love them. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. They're going to have soul food tasting from Melody's Soul Food and Creole, um, which is a food truck, I believe. They're also doing a donation food drive for the regional food bank. Aww. So that's amazing. And then they're going to. Do the I Have a Dream speech at 11.30 a.m., followed by a performance from the Oklahoma Collegiate Gospel Choir. Oh, my gosh. That'll be so much fun. Well, keeping within the MLK theme, the MLK Parade on Broadway is happening downtown at 2 p.m. And this will be just in time. So the Mary Gardens event that Ann just talked about is 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then you'll be able to, uh, you know, stay downtown and enjoy 
this uh, parade down Broadway at 2 p.m. So you don't have to pick and choose. And then an event that I'm super excited about. So I think we've talked about them before. Cabin Boys, it's a newer that, that brewery. Was the, when we were going to go to Tulsa that weekend. We were going to go was, to their we grand were, opening. Yeah, and then I we know. didn't go. So <laughs> anyway, well, we can have them here in Oklahoma City on Monday night. Uh, the Cabin Boys, Cabin Boys is having a cornerstone Saison pint night from 5 to 8 p.m. at McNally's in Oklahoma City. So I thought that was super cool. And since we didn't get to try them out while we didn't, because we didn't go to Tulsa, uh, we can try their beer here. Yeah. And McNally's does do pint night every single mm-hmm. Monday, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So the last awesome. event for Monday, the Oklahoma City Jazz Orchestra. Um, we talked about their very first event they had mm-hmm. a couple months ago. So this is actually their second event. It's The theme is Trumpet Time, Bebop, and Beyond. So it's at the Petroleum Club again, just like their first one was. So I'm assuming they're probably always going to host their events there. Mm -hmm. It'll be from 7 to 9 on Monday. The tickets are $20 for adults. Um, I think they're only $5 for students. And then it's also $20 to add a buffet as an option. Um, and the buffet starts at 6 p.m. Okay, and their buffet is amazing. So yeah, I'll give I remember you bucks. said that last yes, time. Yes, the <laughs> prime rib and then the dessert table are worth it alone. So um, that's, I always get the buffet when I go there. It's fine. Uh, that brings us into Tuesday. So our first event for Tuesday is the is it Hess Wine Dinner at Camps in Edmond. Yeah. Uh, so at, at Camps has an Edmond location. They do. Um, so it's near 33rd and Boulevard. Oh, okay. I Very haven't cool. been to it or seen it, but I thought that was but really you know cool that they're having this event. Definitely. So this is going to be at 7 p.m. It's a four-course meal with wine pairings, so it's going to be $45 a person. You can call 405-562-1279 to make your reservations. And our last event, um, it's also on Tuesday, it's the January Veggie Dinner at Picasso. Oh, yes. So this is an event they have monthly um, where it's an all-vegetarian dinner. It's from 6.30 to 9.30. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be doing renditions of classic comfort foods. And then they're also going to have wine samples um, to go with each course. So to make your reservations for that, call 602-2002. And that's 405, obviously, <laughs> um, to get those tickets. Awesome. Well, I think that brings us into the next section of the show where you give us some amazing etiquette tips. So what do we have in store this week, Anna? Yes. So this is one I've kind of been keeping in my back pocket. Okay. Um, I've been excited to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people just aren't that familiar with formal table settings. Oh, um, I, I took a class on this in college with my sorority and then another one recently with Junior League. Good. But not everyone, you know, does that. Well, and... <laughs> A lot of people haven't necessarily had the opportunity to even use skills like this. Um, But with this time of year, with kind of all the fancy ball events coming Mm -hmm. up, I thought this would be good to um, have a reminder of etiquette at a formal table setting. So the first thing you do um, when you sit down, you need to immediately put your napkin in your lap. Mm -hmm. So um, the way I've been taught um, by one of my sorority sisters, who's actually a certified etiquette teacher, she she's on my advisory board for Alpha Chi. That's wonderful. Um, and she says you have to have the crease of the napkin at your knee, which I think a lot of people really don't know that. So yeah, they just like put the napkin in your backwards. lap. So apparently, the crease of the napkin is supposed to be at the knee, at the knee which is easy to remember. Crease at the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you get up from your seat, leave the napkin in your chair, mm-hmm. but if you're done and you're, um, 
not coming back to the table, then you actually leave the napkin to the left of your little um, settings. Play setting. Yes. Wonderful. So the next thing is it's not always obvious which drinking glass or bread plate is yours. Every time. Sometimes tables are really crowded and you might reach for the wrong one or like you get there before the person next to you and then maybe you accidentally took their glass and then it throws off the whole table. Yes. Um, But the bread plate is on the left and the drink is on the right. So you can remember this by if you put your index and thumb together on both hands it makes a b on the left and a d on the right so that's how you can remember bread on the left drink on the right oh look at that yeah that's awesome and that's then how i learned left and right <laughs> signal exactly oh, yeah wonderful. um so something else i think sometimes <laughs> people forget about this um wait to start eating until everyone at your table has been served so unless they give you permission which often they do because they feel bad Especially, I experience this a lot with people who are on special diets, like mm-hmm. like the vegetarians or the gluten-free people always seem to get their food last. Yeah. And so they're like, no, go ahead. You guys go ahead and eat. And like, it's okay to, if they offer them to go ahead, but otherwise it's polite to wait until everybody at the table has their food before you start eating. All right. And this is just a pro tip. It's not etiquette. It's probably not right at all. But if you eat your dessert first, you don't fill up. And you still get to enjoy it. I often see people do that. <laughs> I always do that because if if it's like a big served meal, I'm going to eat too much and then not be able to enjoy that chocolate cake I that still, I was I still enjoy in front it. of. And so I always eat, or maybe even just half, and then I save a little bit for later. I always start off with my dessert at fancy events like this once everyone has their, their food because otherwise I'll fill up and dessert's the best part. So I don't want to be too full see i always thought people did that because they were already really hungry and they just couldn't wait couldn't wait till something <laughs> else came down <laughs> yeah okay so with your silverware um sometimes you have you know three different forks two different spoons three different knives yeah you always work from the outer edges in mm-hmm. so um usually it's like salad fork then dinner fork on the left um forks are always on the left knives on the right mm-hmm. And so if you're confused about which one to use, you start on the outside one. And then even if you don't use all the silverware, like maybe you're not going to eat the salad that's provided or you're not eating the soup, then the server is supposed to take that piece of silverware away after that course is finished if it's like a proper event. So even if you don't know what it's for, they'll know to take it away if you're not using it. Okay. And then with passing things, um, so whether it's like salad dressing, butter, cream, sugar, um, you always pass to the right. Okay. So the person, I mean, and again, you know, people don't always know these rules. It's okay if you pass to the left, but like traditionally it's supposed to be passing to the right. Um, and then if you, if somebody asks for the salt, you're actually supposed to always pass the salt and pepper together. Interesting. So even though maybe they only ask for the salt, they're supposed to stay together. Um, so just so you know, you always pass them together. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. So I hope these were some good tips that you all can take along with you to any, you know, formal dinners or events that you're going to be having those place settings. And then you're not going to sit there confused. And maybe you can even be the one to help teach your table mates yeah. how to do everything properly. Wonderful. Well, that brings us into this week's guests. We have two very special people here with us this week. Do y'all want to introduce yourselves? I am Lance McDaniel, and I'm the executive director of the Dead Center Film Festival. 
Uh, I'm Kent Stephen Myers, and I'm the creative director of Kent Events, and our company is an integral part of events at Dead Center. Exactly. They do all of our events. <laughs> <laughs> and they do an amazing job, let me they tell you. Awesome. Yes. Um, so... Will you briefly tell kind of your history with Dead Center, um, both of you, and just a little bit about the organization as a whole? Of course. Well, so Dead Center was founded in 2001 um, by Justin and Jason Floyd. And then in year three, it was taken over by Kaki Porch and Melissa Scaramucci, who we'll talk about here in a minute. And um, and then and Kim Haywood joined them in year three as well. And then um, so she was a longest serving employee. And um, we're now 18 years old. This is my eighth year running Dead Center. And um, I came to Dead Center as a filmmaker, and I've had about eight films in the festival. And then um, when I heard that Kaki was leaving, I was really nervous. And so I applied for the job, and I've been running it ever since. And um, we are Oklahoma's we are So we used to just be a film festival. Now we host Oklahoma's largest film festival, and we get about 30,000 people coming the second weekend of June to downtown Oklahoma City. And that's June 7th through 10th. And then we also host um, we host a free high school education program, mainly in rural areas like Guymon and Miami and Durant. And so we, we have a team that goes out and does free free film programs inside the high schools that don't have art programs like that. And then um, the third thing we do is we do um, we do continuing education um, events for working filmmakers. And an example of that is we've we've done three screenwriting seminars, and we'll talk about one of those here in a minute too. Yes, and so my involvement in Dead Center was as a volunteer. I was tricked into helping by <laughs> Melissa Scaramucci and Kaki Port. I you know my background is hospitality and food and beverage, and so I started to help. Um, with Matt Thomas, who is a co-chair um, on events, and so this is this will be my tenth year um, involved with the festival um, as a as a volunteer, and then um, that has grown as the festival has grown. We've gotten to grow sort of um, exponentially with the festival. Um, my company now as a sponsor um, and getting to help produce their events and support the festival year round. And if you haven't been to our festival, we show a hundred movies over for five days. And, um, and last year we added virtual reality, and this year we'll do a lot of virtual reality and augmented reality. We're going to focus on CGI and the technology that makes um, that makes film. Um, and so we so in a, so we show films, but the fact is we're really known for our amazing events. And so Kent has been a huge part of the success and growth of our of our festival because people we're we are considered by some to be the wildest event in Oklahoma City, <laughs> and um, and we like that. True. <laughs> True. Well, and this year is going to be my fourth dead center. So I missed one the year that I got married. My wedding was on the weekend of it. That's a good reason. It is. It's it's a fun anniversary now. Um, but yeah, I know we're super excited for that. It'll be here before we know it. Right. I'm a dead center virgin. This will be my first year, but I have my, my passes purchased. Wow, so I'm really have, excited. And you have your protection. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Rocky Horror. So we will, you'll be treated by the older people a little bit differently. <laughs> I'll show her the ropes. Yes. It'll be cool. Um, so specifically today, we wanted to talk about your upcoming fundraiser, Dead Center's Glitter Ball. Um, so this is the fourth year. Can you tell us a little bit about the background of this event? Yes, absolutely. So this event, um, sort of the um, the beginning of this event was a private event. It was a birthday party for Melissa Scaramucci. Um, her husband and family were going to give in whatever way. And um, Melissa said, well, instead, could we give a fundraiser and for my 40th birthday, raise $40,000 for Dead Center. Um, obviously near and dear to her heart. and She spent years working to build that festival with others. So that was um, sort of the precipice and how the glitter ball came about. Um, and we threw a huge party at Dunlap Cotting. We built a tented structure. We had lots of entertainment um, and all the things that um, make Melissa turn and uh, the things she loves. Um, and then the second year, Dunlap Cotting, an intellectual property law firm, came to us and said, uh, we know it's not, you know, 
doesn't have to be a birthday party again, but would you give that event again if we would sponsor that? And um, How can you said, say no yes, to that? To which we said, yes, of course. <laughs> um, and so they became the presenting sponsor of the event. We fundraised the difference um, to, to produce the event, and then the proceeds uh, were given to nonprofits and local charities. Um, and so we've used that model um, a couple of years in a row. And then this year we sort of um, turned, turned the tables back to Dead Center, our first love, um, and where we have so much care. Um, and so Dead Center is our um, sole beneficiary, and that will be, um, that will be the case uh, moving forward. And um, one thing that's kind of different and unique about, um, about Glitterball is that we include a lot of local performers and artists. And so there are drag queens from The Boom. JB, the rapper, has is, is performed several times. One of our former guests. Yeah, <laughs> love him the most. And, um, um, and, so, and so we usually have a fantastic band. Who's our band this time? Our band will be Squad Live. They are uh, a fantastic party cover band, uh, sort of a fan favorite. Um, and so Squad Live will be there uh, to help us dance the night away. And so, yeah, so it's just a night of, it's not a fundraiser where you're going to sit at a table and raise your hand on an auction. It is, it is the most fun dance party you can go to in the winter. And, I th- and it's just filled with glitter and fabulous people. And it's really exciting. We've had thunder players. We've had tons of musicians. And so we really do get a, really, a fun mix of people from across Oklahoma City. So tell us a little bit about the theme this year and how you decided on that. The theme this year is glam rock because the thing we like most about Melissa and Kaki is they're total rock stars. And they are, and they have been, um, they, before Kent came on board and I volunteered for dead center for five years before I joined. And, um, and I was always blown away that they could, you know, in one afternoon pull together a party on the rooftop of a building (laughs) with, you know, with geisha girls and jugglers and fire and all this stuff. And so it just felt like they had the ability to just pop into, into an, an event and turn it into something fabulous. And so um, while we've always had a glitter theme, it's always been very sparkly and it's in the winter, so it's kind of an ice theme too. Um, we thought this year let's change it up a little and make it a little more rock and roll because both Kaki Forge and Melissa Scaramucci are rock stars. True. Very, very true. And so um, is the Festival Icon Award, is this something y'all have done at every event? or? Well, no. So we started the Festival Icon Award in 2012, and the goal was to recognize people in Oklahoma or, or from Oklahoma that were changing the perception of the film industry or changing the perception of Oklahoma as it relates to the film industry. So our first our first awardee was Gray Fredrickson, who won the Oscar for Godfather Two, and James Marsden. So our first year that we had those two those two guys, and since then we've had um, Junie Lowry Johnson, who's who's like won fifteen Emmy awards as a casting agent. Um, we, Wes Studi's been here, Tim Blake Nelson, um, Matthew Mungle, who's who won the uh, the Oscar for doing the special effects makeup for Dracula. And so we're always looking for different types of people. Bird Running Water, who's head of Native Programming for the Sundance Film Festival, because the goal is to highlight the fact that it's not just actors in the film industry. And as you know, I, I work in the film industry, and there's a hundreds of people here in the city that do. And I think most from a you know from a layperson, it's like, oh, there's actors, and I bet there's a director, but there's actually 75 people that work on a film. And so we've tried very hard to reach across different aspects of the industry. And so we felt like the the impact that Melissa and Kaki have had on the film industry in Oklahoma has been massive because Dead Center has become the, the biggest networking event for local filmmakers. And I, and I cannot underestimate how important that is because when I moved here, when I moved back from L.A., I didn't know many people in the industry. And I went to Dead Center that first month I moved back, and I met a ton of people. They hired me to work on their jobs. I hired them to work on my jobs. And so it really plays a fundamental role in, in gathering the film community together for a celebration of independent film. And about, about a third of the films that we play are from Oklahoma. I love that. And I want to add to Kaki and Melissa's importance and the role that they played. Um, they used to make the joke about Dead Center Film Festival, um, you know, 
sort of the, the, the laughable perception was that Mel and Kaki are, um, you know, they, they always have a cocktail in their hands. When really they were doing the work of the work um, in a big way. But also they used to say as a joke, we, um, we show films so people have something to talk about at our parties. <laughs> and what they have done and, and what they did along with a group of, of people, hardworking people and volunteers, is they changed that perception. And now the film is as important or more important and outweighs the weight of the parties at the festival. But I think you're right. There's a direct correlation that the more people. So now that we get 30,000 people to come, that gives us the financial opportunity to bring. We bring in now five distributors to meet with every filmmaker that gets in our festival. We bring in we bring in experts to lead different classes about screenwriting, about casting, about all the different aspects of filmmaking. And we simply could not do that if we hadn't grown the festival to this size through these amazing events that we do. And so we are we are thrilled to death that we're going to put Kaki and Melissa right in there with James Marsden as far as an important person in Oklahoma film because they are that important. That's so great to hear. Also, um, the tickets are on sale now. They're only $100. It's an open bar, amazing food, best band you've ever seen. And... Uh, or heard, I guess. Uh, uh, and so, yes, and you can get them. Yes. Tickets are available at deadcenterfilm.org forward slash glitterball or online. If you want to Google search, you'll find them at Eventbrite and through Facebook. Um, so ticket uh, the, the ticket level and cost has actually been reduced year over year. So this year's ticket is $100. Um, that's a general admission ticket. If you want a table or you want to be seated at the event, uh, you want a landing spot guaranteed, then you can purchase a table, and that cost begins at $1,000, and that's a table for four. It comes with great perks like champagne, a bottle service, and VIP gift bags. So there's a couple of options. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting that uh, Dead Center is run by um, three employees, and Alex Picard is our director of operations. Oh, we love um, Alex. Uh, me too, because she does all our work. <laughs> um, and then Sarah Thompson is our new head of programming, because Kim Haywood stepped down this year after 14 long years um, and decided to try something different. And so Sarah Thompson, who was our shorts programmer, um, has now become the head of programming. And she, um, she, really, she really revolutionized the shorts programming we did um, because um, – we used to get a decent crowd at them, and we've always had really good luck with great Oklahoma films. But she started she started attracting a, like three Oscar winners this year. I mean, th- three Oscar nominees from last year played at Dead Center. The winner of Sundance, the winner of South by Southwest, and so for us, it's great to show a mix of here's awesome things being made locally, and here are the best independent films being made anywhere in the world. And the shorts are my pa- favorite part of the festival because you just get to see so much in that short amount of time and. Even if there's one that maybe you don't connect with as much, you know that the next one is soon to be starting. Yes, so really, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys, like Lance said, will be in jackets and, and uh, open-collared uh, pressed shirts. A lot of women, you know, it's really like cocktail to formal attire, all the sparkle and theme encouraged. Yeah, so so I think if you, if you're not sure what to wear, we just what makes you what makes you have the most fun when you're dancing to a great band, and that's what you should wear. Like it's going to be um, yes. the tents out in the parking lot, but it's heated, it's gorgeous, and um, and so I th- I would say dress fabulous for a dance party. 
you know, so so to be I, comfortable I pers- still. That's well, you'll be comfortable exactly. So <laughs> for me, I wouldn't wear 15 inch heels. Although I know there are people that like to go to a dance party at 15 inch heels. For yeah. me personally, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you'll see people dressed uh, across the gambit. Yes. Well, and you have plenty of time to decide your outfit because this event's coming up January 26th, uh-huh. and that's a Friday. It'll be from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. at Dunlap Cotting down on Film Row. Yes, and Dunlap Cotting is our presenting sponsor, so they make it all possible. Um, so it will begin at 8 p.m., um, but we're not going to throw anybody out. Go to our website because you'll need to submit a one-page summary of your screenplay, and we're taking the first 65 people, and we're doing an intensive, and we're focusing on the characters, basically the fundamentals of screenwriting at the beginning part of the process. And so we've got three awesome, very different teachers it's a free event, and so if you're learning, if you're trying to figure out how to get better at screenwriting, this is for you. And so you can check it out on our website, and you can also go to the film department website for Oklahoma City University. And that is that is very generously sponsored by Oklahoma Film and Music Office, who is a wonderful partner of ours, and they're also a sponsor of Glitterball. Yeah, awesome. So a couple other things about Glitterball. Um, I wanted to mention attendees do have an. They're eligible to get a discounted stay at 21C that night. Absolutely. And you'll want to stay there. It's walkable. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And then um, you can't buy tickets day of, right? Um, well, that's to be determined. Um, we have had door sales in the past, um, but there is a max occupancy. Um, you know, the, we are friends of the fire marshal. So um, we like to make friends as we go. So, so should we uh, get to that capacity, we'll make that known through social media outlets. So we'd encourage people to get their tickets um, soon because we have sold out in years past. Exactly. So we will talk about that on Twitter and Facebook for sure if we are sold out so you don't show up and get turned away. But our goal is to anyone that wants to come, we'd love to have you. It's a super fun celebration of, of two amazing women that have really rocked out the film industry here in Oklahoma. Yes. And lastly, I just wanted to mention, we talked about this when y'all first announced it, but Dead Center has a new um, donation-based group called Dead Center Social. And you can become a member of that by donating as little as $5 a month that helps support all of the awesome programming that Dead Center does. And their first event is actually tonight. Yes, Dead Center Social came about because some of our long-term volunteers said, I want a way to get, I, I, I would like something to get us together year-round so that we're not just seeing each other at major events. And I also want a way to give to Dead Center that doesn't require me giving $10,000 like MidFirst Bank, which we love. And thank you, MidFirst Bank. But, <laughs> but like me and like a lot of us, we can't afford major gifts. And so, so they're like, well, could you come up with something that allows us to do it over time? And so we did come up with Dead Center Social. And you can see that on our website. And basically, it allows you to just pick any amount. It actually can be for as low as a dollar. So it can be oh, wow. as low as a dollar a month. So you could do, give for $12, you can be a part of this. And we're doing that because we want to encourage people to give at whatever level they're comfortable giving. And, um, and the fact is we have 400 volunteers that make Dead Center happen. And some of them are really interested in financially supporting us, but in a realistic way that's not going to break the bank. And so Dead Center Social was started for that. And, um, and our first event is tonight. And it's at Fassler Hall. And it's going to be awesome. So join and come meet us there.
Well, and I'll be there, and I'm looking forward to see everything y'all are doing with that in the future. It sounds like so much fun, and my husband and I both joined right away. Well, so, great, because we're gonna we're gonna plan movie nights at Tower Theater. I mean, like like we're going to we're going to eventually get that thing moving around town so that we're supporting film events wherever they are, whether it's a 21 C because there's a monthly film series there. The Tower, you know, Tower is obviously doing tons and tons of movies, and so we want to support film wherever it is. And this DC Social Group allows us to coordinate with some of our biggest fans. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for joining us today. It's Thanks always great you. to see you. Well, thank you, and congrats on your podcast. It's awesome. I love yes. it. And thank- hi, Janelle. thank you aren't they just the best to talk to they are that was so much fun the sweetest (laughs) yes so for what's coming up our our new favorite restaurants there was a lot of news broken this week so much um so first of all we's the juice um they launched their second location which is down in leadership square yes oh and this one's gonna be even better they're serving um i think like a full lunch menu I know they're also ha- they have this collaboration going with Holy Rollers, so they're going to have Holy Rollers vegan donuts, and now Holy Rollers has their cold pressed juice, um, and that's something that came out just this week within this new location. So that's really cool. That's closer for me to finally go down. I hate going all the way to Deep Deuce because that's like past my way to work. Now I can swing by Leadership Square. Okay, yeah, and, and hit it on my way in. So that was really exciting. Oh, and this next one. So, Goji Go is opening in Midtown, actually, tomorrow, but Anna got to go to the soft opening. Yeah. So, so jealous. I was just really good on Instagram that day. Great. And I saw that they posted they're having their soft opening. I think they posted it at maybe 1030, and it was happening at 11. Awesome. And luckily, I was able to make it down there. And I very much describe it as a... Um, Chipotle version of Korean barbecue. Okay. So it's like you build your own bowl or burrito yeah. and you just kind of get to customize it with the different meats and toppings and rice. And so it's really awesome. And I'm happy to see them take over that old space from organic squeeze. Definitely. And so if you're not familiar with that, that's in Midtown right next to Commonplace Books in that kind of, I think it's like an apartment complex that they're on the bottom floor of yes yeah so it's on 13th and walker very cool oh and then one that i'm i'm very excited about so um we've talked about the pine pantry before we've donated to both locations there's one in the plaza district it used to be behind sasquatch saved shaved ice oh my gosh it's so hard to say um and i know we talked about this and then they have the one at sunnyside diner down in downtown um but they moved the plaza one due to construction in the area so it's now in front of bad granny's bazaar which is one of my favorite uh little thrift stores in the plaza district so they had talked last week they were like we're shutting it down for now we're so sorry we'll open it back up and then now it has a home so it doesn't have to be shut down that's awesome yeah definitely makes me happy but then we did find out about some other things (sighs) shutting down i hate this part so and i was Pretty surprised by this one. So Guernsey Park, which is in Uptown, um, it's behind Cuppies and Joe. A lot of people probably didn't even know it was there, which may have been an issue for them. Yeah. Um, but it was like an Asian fusion type of restaurant. Um, it's the same guy who opened Chicken Beer. Mm-hmm. He so, also has Covell Park up in Edmond, which is basically Guernsey Park just in Edmond. On yeah. Covell. And that was their second location mm-hmm. of it. Um, But they've been around five years, and they're going to be closing their doors at the end of this month. You know, I don't really know the story behind it, but we're going to go for brunch this Sunday to celebrate having one more meal there. um, Because we've had a lot of group meals there, and it's always been really fun. Or events there. They have a wonderful event space. They have amazing catering. They 
are how I discovered my love of Brussels sprouts. Like, who knew until they made them for me? Oh, I'm so sad about this news. Um, and another sad closing, um, Current Studio. So I know we've talked about them before. They have um, a lot of great um, art studios and openings and things that they put on, and they are going to be closing on February 25th. So for right now, you can still see them through their normal hours, which are Thursday through Sunday, uh, noon to 6 p.m. until that last day, uh, February 25th, and their current exhibits, their last exhibit, and it's called Shift. And so I definitely want to make sure I get out. Is that the Factory Obscura one? So they're part of it. Yeah. Okay. That's part of that exhibit. It's a collaboration. Okay, I've been yeah. meaning to see that. I know I had it on on Facebook, but I need to go out to that. So now I'm gonna have to make sure I do it before yes. they close and they're gone. Ugh. Well, and that so sucks because like twelve nineteen creatives mm-hmm. clo- closed, and now this is closing. I know. So I, I hope they. I hope there's some kind of revival for those spaces. Chasm. There's a revival, but there wasn't a new gallery that went in there. It's just I really hate seeing this. I mean, luckily we do still have a booming art industry lots of arts districts there's still places but um i hope some more things are opening up soon we we want some positivity for the art world definitely um but some things coming up so this first one i wanted to mention because it's next thursday and it is a ticketed event okay um it's the fork and bottle series which we've talked about before at marietti's but this year or this month um it's called new year new neighbors and so they're having a collaboration with stone cloud and it'll be from 6 30 to 9 p.m next thursday um it's a five course meal with stone cloud beer pairings for each mm-hmm. course um and it's 59 dollars. you can contact emily at marietti's the phone number is 405-982-6918 to reserve your spot for that so you're definitely going to have to do that soon if you want to go, because mm-hmm. I know they have a limited amount of space for that. Definitely. And another event that's coming up is LeaderCast Women. So that's going to be on January 31st from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., so an all-day event. Um, tickets right now are 50% off of $30 on Eventbrite. It's going to be held at the Downtown Embassy Suites, and it's hosted by Rose State College, College's Innovation Station. And this is actually like a live simulcast event across the country, and it's going to have a lot of speakers just about women in leadership. Um, So one of my loyal classmates shared it with us, actually, and she works for Rose State. And so um, I'm excited to see, like, that's cool to have an event like this because, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't always necessarily have big conventions like that here, but to have the ability to still participate in that way is really cool. Definitely. And another thing coming up is the YWCA's Galentine's Day brunch. You know we love Galentine's Day. <laughs> um, at the Skirvin Hotel. This is going to be February 10th from um, starting at 11.30 a.m. And so no, tickets... It's, it's 10 to 11.30, actually. Oh, so February 10th, and it's 10 to 11.30. There were too many 10s there. Thanks, Sorry. Anna. No, you're good. <laughs> um, tickets went on sale for this yesterday, and there are limited availability. So... Uh, it's $1 for the, no, for one ticket, it's $35. For two, it's $65. And for three, it's $95. So definitely go in with your girlfriend, save a little bit of money on that, um, and check out their event page, which we will link to for tickets. And this is the first year they've ever done this event. Okay. Um, and so it's... They better have waffles. 
Their tagline <laughs> for it is ladies celebrating ladies. Like so it. it's it's really just a time for people to come together and have a nice brunch at the Skirvin with your enough. girlfriends. Um, and they are expecting to sell out of this event as well. Okay. Um, so org is their website. So okay. um, check that out. And then some of our upcoming topics that we're excited about, um, boots and ball gowns uh, put on by Infant Crisis Services. And also, I'm really excited about this one, um, Chocolate Decadence, which is a fundraiser for Auto Alley. So we have lots of cool stuff coming up for the rest of the month. And keep in touch with us on social media. Um, We're always posting updates of things Mm -hmm. going on, like when those glitter ball tickets, if they do sell out, we'll definitely be letting you know. So follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at LocalitesOKC, or email us with any event ideas, suggestions, business happenings, LocalitesOKC at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Oklahoma City's independent sound, the spy.